matches to discuss and a host of matches this weekend in the league to be talked about. All of that in this episode of Injury Time. Guys, welcome. This is your host Naveen and joining me today are Sudarshan. Hello. Arvind. Hey. And Sandeep. Hello. Guys, two of the AFC Cup games where Mohan Bagan and Bangalore FC were in action and both the teams playing in the league just before that match. What a week has this been? So, Sandeep, coming to you first. Uh, it's been... A tiring time, week for these guys. A tiring week for two clubs. Uh-huh. Everybody else, nobody else played. So, it's not been a great week of action, but uh, two matches for the, the two teams. Uh-huh. Varying results during, you know, by BFC lost one, they won one... Uh, Bagan won both of them, so it's been pretty. I, I guess at the end of the day, if you look at it, it's expected results. What about the league games? Arvind, Bagan and BFC playing for the third time in a matter of three weeks, if I'm not wrong. And first one ending it's, in a draw. Uh, BF, first win of Bagan over BFC in 22 days. <laughs> wow. Okay, yeah, we'll come back to that later. So, first a draw. Then a win in AFC Cup and then losing to Bagan away. For all uh, we were speaking about four uh, matches, they have to play four times together, and uh, it didn't seem that boring to me mm-hmm. uh, because we had already seen them twice, and uh, there was this talk about whether it will be repetitive, but mm-hmm. it was not. Uh, it was a very exciting game where Yusa uh, scored uh, two goals and Daryl Duffy. Up one? Yeah, and Daryl Duffy with an amazing header. Uh, header. Mm-hmm. Pretty so much left off from where. What Yusa did to BFC in the reverse picture here. Exactly. Yeah, because exactly. Nishukumar had such a torrid time. Yeah. And considering that we spoke to Roka before the press, I mean, during the press conference. For sure. For right? sure. For, For sure. sure we spoke to him. So we asked him what his priorities were. At that point, we assumed that BFC would be prioritizing both mm. and Bagan would be prioritizing only I League. Now it seems like BFC is prioritizing only AFC yes, and Bagan yeah. seems to be in but the And he's come out and said it. That, yeah, yeah, that was pretty AFC, evident yeah. in the pre-match but press conference ahead of the AFC Cup game. Yeah, even in he did not start, Eugene did not start, so he dro- dropped, not dropped, uh, kind of rested a few players. Mm-hmm. So you kind of understood that he was okay focusing on the other right. one because I, like he admits the mm-hmm. league title is far, far it's gone. Far yeah. But talking more about the league game, a uh, very simple goal to let go by Amranda to begin with, that user shot and then Tafi's header defence again a problem for BFC, isn't it? Yeah, uh, the first goal especially, maybe I have a little, little bit of a sympathy towards Amrinder because maybe he didn't see it because Nishu was maybe in his line of sight, could be but anyway he reached it, probably should have stopped it then. The second goal was just plain horrible defence, you cannot let go of a man who is their best striker to have a not a completely free header, but relatively easy header. Yeah. That's just not done. And the last one was typical counter-attack. You can't say anything sure, about yeah, it. Yeah. You but can just say that was an amazing counter-attack mm-hmm. from Bagan's point of view. Sony Nade with his pace mm-hmm. to break. That but that 90 there. minutes, even the Bengaluru attack was all of a sudden not visible there. It's all of a sudden, I would Because Jetri was in the bench. Yeah. Oh, probably. Udanta had a decent game. Mm-hmm. Or am I confusing it with the AFC? AFC Cup also, I think Udanta yeah, had, had a good game. Yeah. He's been continuing his good work, yeah. run from the Indian team where he set up that goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for today, today, I saw in uh, Times, I don't know, if Baichum wrote or that BFC didn't, should have signed a foreign striker. Yeah. They made a mistake by... Jukovic? No, he was talking Not about... The they have a Jukovic. Robbie yeah, Norales. Yeah, in, in, on paper. Late, on paper. So it was pretty late and it's no coincidence that we don't see an attacking threat at all. Right. And but in the AFC Cup, I think when he came on, they looked more threatening. That's mm. what I've been told. I didn't watch right. that uh, part. And Chetri seems to be doubling up everywhere. For mm. national team, he has to score. For BFC, he has to score. He has to be <laughs> everywhere. And yeah. Seems to be the Leander pace of Indian 
they are leading especially after the win over but a reverse loss to bagan could change the thing everything yeah, it might come down to goal differences so things yeah, you need, i think you need three wins to guarantee either one or two right mm, but there's no point of two this time around yeah. you have oh, to yeah, top the table one, yeah. you have to top the table so that about yeah so bagan anyway uh, did a good job in dhaka uh, with a rally uh, comeback no that Come, match was in kolkata okay kolkata Conflict of interest. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I mean, I think that. Ah, Sudarshan said it's a conflict of interest that uh, uh, Bagan beat Dhaka. No, 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 no. Okay, okay. Let, let I don't mean any disrespect. <laughs> it's free speech. Sorry. Yes. Yes. Uh, I got a glimpse of the Bagan game also, where you had JJ come out and score, continuing his good run from the national team, where he was pretty influential in that game. against Myanmar especially the AFC qualifier match so he scored a goal Balwant Sandeep one of talked about players Balwant was again on the score sheet Balwant's so goal was uh, it was not a header okay. Balwant's goal was a good chip okay yeah. i did not see the goal yeah. i didn't see that uh, he beat defenders uh, to the left mm-hmm. and then he just chipped it over the he goalkeeper he did with his foot yes, yeah with the left mm. foot in fact yes he did so but those three goals apart abhani dhaka did manage to score a goal which shows Bagan too can be vulnerable at the back if given if you have enough time on the ball and if you have a plan in place you can go on and beat the Bagan defense too. Yeah, I mean that that is applicable to just about any team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, unfortunately, they are not invincible like many people. No, I don't think they are invincible. Yeah, like Manchester United. Right. <laughs> invincible. <laughs> to be honest, none of the Indian teams are anywhere close to mm-hmm. invincible, mm-hmm. even within Indian standards. So they all they are all going to lose. They are all going to win. So. I mean, it, it looks like at the moment mm-hmm. maybe Bagan has the best stake to claim that they are the favourites for the title, league title, league title, despite Aizol being in the lead. Yeah, but they so. have a game or two in hand. Uh, one game in hand. One game in hand. But four points behind, so they have they have to play uh, Aizol at home, so everything could right. change over there. Let's see, because Aizol anyway uh, play BFC this week, and that's three points guaranteed for Aizol given the way <laughs> Bengaluru go with their attacks. So. Naveen will be bringing you all the yes. information from that. Yeah, I will be. But before that, on Saturday there are a, a quite a number of matches. First up will be Minerva taking on Chennai City. The first leg, I I mean the home leg for Chennai ended in a draw. The first match of the league for both the clubs. Now going back, what do you all expect guys? I expect Chennai to win that match. Mm-hmm. Sounder Rajan could do something about it, isn't it? Yeah. Is he the coach? Still? Hoping for another memorable press conference. <laughs> <laughs> I hope. That's the best thing about him. But the yeah. thing is, even Minerva is improving. So there is. There is quite a good chance it could go either way. It's just my personal feeling that Chennai would win. Chennai would win. It's not supported by any statistics. It's yeah, gut feeling. it's your yeah. gut yeah. speaking. But it's often wrong, so it's mm-hmm. okay. And <laughs> uh, Steve Coppel's uh, comment comes to mind when he said about ISL. By the time we get all the stats, all the wins, all the losses, the league is over. I don't even know why they are playing this. <laughs> <laughs> well, that the first one. The second one will be Oscar Bruzon's first match with Mumbai FC. Sandeep, you have always followed Oscar Bruzon when he was with Sporting Club Dego. How do you see Mumbai shaping up this time against Churchill Brothers? Uh, they'll be much more defensively organized. That much is for sure. You see, the problem is with Mumbai is when they build up, they do well, mm-hmm. but they often go for the long balls and it doesn't work out. So if uh, Oscar Bruzon is one of those guys who like to build up and play, so that's going to help them but, immensely. But a question uh, that often been asked is, does ben, uh, Mumbai have that personnel to build attack? Yes, they the do. Back? Because sometimes when you see the matches in between, they try to build up and go. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think they have Denzel Theobald. Yeah, so they, he's uh, he's a good player. He can build up the game from the midfield. Mm-hmm. 
and then go forward. Farooq is a good runner, mm-hmm. so you can put him through. You can give it the ball to his feet. He's not very tall, so. And you also have a toy sing. Ah, toy sing is just uh, a machine. You just yeah. go up and down. So, just kick it to him, and he'll find it. So, so they have players who can do that. It's mm-hmm. just that I I think they just went for the easy options. Like uh, your favorite player, Sharukyar, is mm-hmm. quite uh, a culprit in just whacking the ball. All the way he's across. a typical Indian defender. Get the he's ball, not Indian. <laughs> I know he's not Indian, <laughs> but he plays in a way a typical Indian defender plays. Get the ball and clear him. Yeah, but I think now they'll change and they'll yeah. be watch out for the offside line. Yeah, they'll hold it very well. Yeah, that's the second game. The third game coming to you, Arvind Shivajian's host Shilong Lajang. What do you expect from this? Uh, I expect uh, Shivajian's to at least draw this game because uh, Shilong have a bad away away run, right? So that it's going to be the less exciting of the three matches mm-hmm. on Saturday. Uh, but my pick of the games would be Minerva versus Chennai for Saturday. Yeah, for Saturday. And on Sunday, like uh, Arvind mentioned I think earlier, Vikka will probably score in that match also for Shillong. Yeah. Yeah. He had some. He said some uh, in the beginning. I was. He was not completely fit, and now that he's mm. up and running, you can expect better. How Thanks good has yeah. this uh, international break been? Uh, and even the I League break for all these uh, clubs who are fighting. I know for a fact that BFC players went home. Yeah. The BFC players went home uh, for a for a period of time. I don't know how long. And I think these three weeks are the time Oscar Bruzan has got yeah. with his side Definitely to get in a philosophy, get in his philosophy into the side. And now let's see how the team functions because they are on the bottom bottom of the table and they really need to do a catch up work because they are fighting for relegations against churchill like we talked about last time around it is yeah, not churchill is looking good good against yeah. jerick pereira so two matches on sunday two first one like arvin mentioned earlier bengaluru fc hosting aizwal sudarshan do you see aizwal going and winning this mm, draw specialist that they are uh-huh. they might get one more draw on the run, uh, on the yeah. road though yeah i expected a draw what about yeah, the same draw. Because yeah, draw. Uh, uh, it's not that I expect a draw based on form or something. That that seems the most plausible mm-hmm. result because BFC has not been playing well in the I League. Right. I don't know what comes to their mind that uh-huh. they somehow win the AFC Cup matches and right. this thing. I think that's and because they play mediocre opponents like. No, they played Bagan and they beat them in uh, AFC. No, like so. Mazia. Mazia. Okay. Yeah. So but they have. Sorry, continue. So Aizwal, I don't know if they'll go for the win. They or technically should, isn't it? They'll they should because they can't afford to, afford to lose these lose points. points. Right. Bagan is like right on their tail. The issue is uh, BFC during the first match against Aizwal. We know Aizwal is going to play through the right side. Ashutosh Mehta especially. And they still couldn't stop it. So unless you kind of negate all these... Uh, their the best, play. Yeah, negate their wing play and reduce your errors, they're not going to win. And I don't think they are. They haven't reduced their errors at all. Right. Like if you see against uh, Bagan, they scored three, mm-hmm. and two of them were easily. Uh, you know, they shouldn't have conceded the first two. But they did. They, they did. I mean, counter attack in the third one is okay. I mean, sometimes you're caught on the break, but the first two was. They, yeah, they were defensive mistakes. Right. And the second game on Sunday, the big uh, Kolkata derby, probably the last Kolkata derby you would see. No, uh, no. Or we have, we'll be having more of that. Oh, of course. Yeah, yes, I think more than me saying conflict of interest, this might get into trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm not sure whether you can call it big match because most of them have been ending in draws. So yeah, I, the only if ended. this game is a bit different, only if both the teams are ready to take risks and uh, play for the win, mm-hmm. then it should be an exciting match. Otherwise, let's jaw. But uh, given the points table. Which team needs? Bagan needs it more. 
push for that win. I would Bagan. say Bagan needs it. And it's a home game for Bagan. Yeah. So they they have to go for the win. You are the home team. You have to go for the win. What exactly is home and away in the? Derby? So technically, the last game which East Bengal hosted was played in Shilugiri, and now this one will be in Kolkata, being played at the Robindra Shorobor Stadium. So that's how the home and away is decided here this time around. I think because Salt Lake is anyway under renovation for the upcoming under seventeen. East Bengal has a Shilugiri. So they don't share the yeah. fans in Shilugiri. So they don't share the same stadium like Inter Milan and Shilugiri. They used to when Salt Lake was Salt available. Lake was right. Salt I think Salt Lake, Lake is for the seventeen World Cup. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's ready yeah. already and uh, looked to be one of yeah, the best. It, it, it looked very good. Yeah, yeah. Going to be the final, final, uh, final is going to be hosted definitely. there. So definitely, we'll be talking more about that. But before that, AIFF did roll out a new tournament for the senior team. Come August, you would see the Champions Cup, where four teams would be playing for the title, an invitational tournament where AIF has stated that a team from Asia, a team from Africa, a team from North America, and host India will be fighting it out. So, guys, and this would likely replace is it the Nehru Cup. FIFA has sanctioned. That is still definitely not still in a, in a limbo because it's in August and that we don't have a window then. Okay. So, so, so it won't help in their mathematics to improve the ranking. Yeah, no, no more mathematics, but just this, another is, this is just. So I think if you until July is FIFA window. Yeah, June so July is FIFA window. Could have done it in July. Probably. This is just another one of their exercises of rebranding according to their commercial partners. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Reliance, IMG Reliance. So anyway, this is part of those changes. Same. So uh, there was uh, the Nehru Cup, which was. Fine, all this while, and uh, didn't happen post 2011. Yeah, they they could have rebranded the same yeah, thing, but uh, they want to replace the tournament altogether. And the uh, only good thing about this is uh, the name Nehru is being replaced with something else. Champions. Yeah, but uh, keeping all the technicalities uh, apart, is this is this something that would benefit the national team? Yeah, I mean. It, it, it doesn't help in the ranking but they are playing a game time yeah so that's obviously good and it, i think at that time anyway you're not doing anything your league is over exactly. federation cup is over mm -hmm. isl is pushed further back so mm -hmm. it's good that they are getting some match practice and the guys are engaged yeah they are engaged because they have to play more uh, qualifiers exactly. so it's good to probably that could be that one could reason, be reason one why reason why it's happening in august because june july these guys will be playing qualifiers mm, yeah so that about the Champions Cup and but uh, no idea who's coming though. Let's yeah, remember yet. that uh, Trinidad, Tobago, uh, Antigua are, are all North American North countries. America. The Caribbean so islands. So we'll, we'll see more of Randy Martins or uh, Cornell Glenn or Sony Norday. Sony Norday again yeah. from IT if he comes. Could be yes. Or it could be Honduras or even uh, Costa Rica. Costa Rica. Not be. Costa Rica. Costa Rica. Uh, Puerto Rico. Costa Rica was also there. Yeah, I don't think uh, they be they played Costa Rica. Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. Okay. Puerto Rico in uh, Mumbai. But that about the Champions Cup. But another news that came in this week was about the Indian academies running into trouble with the new accreditation criteria being rolled out by AIFF. Sandeep, you did read about it. Could you tell us more about it? So it's this this is a new home ground rule, according to which under 13 and under 15 players, 30 percent of them should be from the state. Mm -hmm. Where the academy is situated, and if you go into the under 18 level, it's going to be 20%. Mm -hmm. So, that alone means that uh, you can no longer poach youngsters from different states, and you need to have a lot of your own state people to yeah. come up the ranks. I don't think it's such a big difference, mm -hmm. it, especially under 13, under 15 level. Like Sudarshan said, when it comes to the main team, it doesn't really matter mm -hmm. unless they push this to the main teams. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, anyway, that is the rule. But like you said, Sudhu, it's it doesn't make a difference to the big, the main first level. 
Will this apply to the academies uh, that the ISL clubs hold? It technically should apply to the ISL academies. No, a lot also. of these just seem to be on paper. Like, like we saw it firsthand in Chennai. Like ISL, he said, the club was formed, and then just because you asked, you need to have an academy in place. Something was done just for they the sake, just, of, sake uh, of more doing. or less did the grassroots program. They are yeah, yeah, yeah grassroots yeah. program is I think the most misused word in Indian sports. Yeah, uh, just uh, collect a bunch of kids, uh, make them play a few shots or take a few shots on goal, and then say hey, we are developing youngsters. We we'll do that this, every Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> so this is this is yeah. I'm I don't know. And, and until and unless there is a structured, structured program, program yeah. with funding, I don't see any of these bearing any fruit. In. But uh, didn't Chennai and uh, Takeover Ozone have some relation with the Ozone Club no, in Chennai? Not anymore. They were not just anymore. the principal sponsors. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. So no relation there, though. They they could have post post uh, the Ozone Academy as Chennai NFC's academy, but uh, but then then goes out the jurisdiction of Chennai yeah. and Tamil Nadu, isn't it? No, it's still in Hosur. Right. So it comes under but Tamil Nadu. But the thing is, they were signed on as the principal sponsor, mm-hmm. and uh, the tie-up uh, between the two academies never took oh, also, place. Yeah, one more thing I wanted to know. This is with respect to the new tournament that India has. The Champions Cup. The Champions Cup. It has all uh, third world countries. If I'm not really. Then you have good football playing nations in Africa, Asia. They are trying. To, they no, should be. No, but will they come? As as in, uh, my come. my this thing is. I don't know. I think I'm playing the devil's advocate here. Okay. Like, how much of it is also helps in say an Indian federation building consensus with this federation from other nations? It because does. FIFA is expanding like anything now yeah, because of the World Cup slots. Mm-hmm. And at some point, India might be pushed into the World Cup because there are so many slots. <laughs> I mean, not in the near future, but later on. So when when you need friendships and these things with other countries could help i don't know if 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 it's a long term thing it might come into picture yeah. might it come into even if they get one good team uh, standard of me uae qatar oh. uh, that level that would be great and those teams do fall in where india yeah, is now the ranking today. kind of matches but no, who are the champions here it's called the champions cup Ultimately, no, one will be crowned. So that's the. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that about the Champions Cup, guys. But the Under-17 World Cup is just around the corner, and FIFA did come down for a final inspection of the venues. Pretty satisfied by with all the venues except one. Kochi. Kochi. What's happening the, there, guys? The, uh, the man stadium. already turned his face away. <laughs> like he doesn't want to talk about Kochi anymore. The cricket stadium turned football stadium, right? Yeah, it's a multi-purpose stadium. Let's yeah. just put it uh, like that. And Delhi got into trouble with pollution. So and no matches. And Goa with the lack of people. And I don't. I, see, technically, I I can see reason with every other argument, but no people. I don't think anybody will come to watch under yeah, seventeen. It's an under seventeen World India. Cup. Whatever you. But what happened to the Asian Cup that happened in Goa? Did there was there a crowd no, for that? No, the, 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 decision, the decision was based on that. Ah, exactly. Yeah. And see, okay. even for us, mm. we might. How much of how many players will you scout? Right. Like they played this Under-17 World Cup, and four years later, when they played these big clubs, then we will actually say, okay, I saw this guy. Mm. I saw this guy. There right. is there is no information that you get beforehand. Exactly. And it could be a problem. It's all a star-driven mm. sport. Right. If you don't have the stars, nobody will come and watch. So that being just giving you a clear idea of what happened when the FIFA team came down for the inspection. Delhi got a thumbs up for the for the infrastructure, but was turned down on the pollution front. So, no semi-final or of or the final in Delhi. Kolkata, the best venue, as per the FIFA team, they get they get the final and eight group games, group and pre-quarter matches. Guwahati is the other venue which was given a thumbs up by 
the FIFA team. They get they get a semi-final, semi-final yeah. along with the group stage matches. Mumbai, the very team was really satisfied by, with the D.Y. Patel Stadium. Navi Mumbai. Navi Mumbai, yes, uh, by the D.Y. Patel Stadium. So they get a semi-final and the group stage matches. D.Y. Patel is also a multi-purpose. It's a multi-purpose. Played IPL. Yeah. yeah, it's a multi-purpose stadium, right? So, so and when it comes to Madagao in Goa, FIFA states that we are scared that they won't get enough crowd. So no semi-final there, only quarter-finals, pre-quarters and group stage matches. Kochi is still in a limbo with shops and things which are not under the control of FIFA or the local organizing committee, the Kerala Football Association has been asked to step in and there are... They have been asked to step in long time ago. Long time ago, right? What shops are these? It's just they don't own, uh, there is no, what is it? Uh, Olympic sports... Uh, no, no, there is the, all these uh, complexes associated next to the stadiums. Okay. And uh, you are supposed to have a uh, control over all of that. Mm-hmm. You cannot lease it out or give it. Like how the Bangalore football stadium, the building on the other side. Yeah, shopper stuff. Yeah, that is actually the stadium premises. Like, yeah. Technically, it's their yes. uh, land. They also have a Dhobi yeah. guard behind. Yeah. <laughs> so, all this is there in the Kochi stadium. Yeah, so, apparently. Kochi I doesn't have a Dhobi guard. Yeah, they have it. shops uh, there inside the stadium complex. So, that needs to be sorted. The Kerala Football Association has been asked to step in. And if there is no resolution met in the coming few weeks, they are deciding on an alternative venue. So Probably Chennai. Talks are going on, it's either Chennai or Pune which could come in the ferry. No, I all, it, by all, in all fairness, Indians do an extremely shoddy uh, job of this thing. But FIFA should also think that not every country works the way they want it to. Exactly. Because their standards at some point is just insane. You said there are some 800 points for a stadium, right? Yeah, yes. They do. They do. And if you have a certain stadium, and if you want to hold the World Cup here, you need to adapt. I'm not saying you need to accept everything. There are certain bare minimums. There are certain workarounds that you can always find out. So there needs to be a balancing act. And this is not just restricted to FIFA. I see this in Olympics everywhere. That's why you don't see any democracies doing anything with international events and you get all these only in dictatorships. Because nobody will question, nobody will ask anything, they can trample everything and get it done. At some point, even these stadiums have to think about what next after the... The legacy process. Look at the stadiums in Brazil. Yeah, Yeah, because you remember when we spoke to the supreme uh, leader of that organizing committee in uh, In Qatar, he actually said uh, the FIFA wanted 12 stadiums before. We had to get it down to 8. There is no space in Qatar for 12 stadiums. So but even then, they had a pretty good legacy program in place in Qatar. Let's they see how good yeah. it works. Just on paper, on paper, paper it, it seemed very... So even here, when I spoke to Javier Sepi a day, two days before the FIFA team came down to India, he did talk about the legacy programs that they have in place for a few of the stadiums. Like for, And when, when you talk about Kolkata, that stadium will be used by both Mohan Bagan and East Bengal for a longer run. And even Atletico de Kolkata, if that comes in, yeah, it is there. Yeah, and in Bombay, the stadium is owned by D.Y. Patel, so there are many sporting activities that happen there. But oh. Kochi, it's, that's not the case in Kochi. Kochi, right? Kochi they are still... And the stadium in Delhi, it is an athletics venue which was re- renovated for the 2010 Commonwealth Games. Same game. thing so, with the Guwahati. Guwahati, yes, again. Yes. Uh, so, there, are, there is a certain legacy program in place, but not a foolproof or a completely new legacy program, but yes, there is something in place. They, I still feel I agree with Sudarshan because especially when country like India which is not particularly rich mm-hmm. you can't afford to throw away so much money and exactly. then have nothing out of it mm-hmm. and sometimes yeah 
Yeah, because no, there is no club who is going to come in and say, okay, we'll play all the expenses and maintenance. That's not done. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, so I think I agree with Sudarshan. There has to be some middle ground. And it's also that a, a false comparison sometimes is being made with uh, cricket scheduling. Yeah. Uh, and But because in cricket scheduling, it actually forces the organizers to do something because there is so much following. Uh -huh. right. And it's, it's obvious for any human being to overlook certain things when people are not seeing you. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get back to DSK versus Shillong. I heard the uh, Shivajin's uh, players missed a training session. What is that all about? Uh, yeah, I read a story in Gold.com where they said because we had initially like a couple of weeks ago or maybe more, we have spoken about how uh, DSK has some financial troubles. Yeah. So there is some issue with the non non payment of dues and uh, they are leaking money basically. So the players want their pay done properly and so that they skipped a training session I think they skipped a training match with Pune FC uh, academy players mm -hmm. second team after Chennai yeah, FC so, money trouble money so this, I think this is much more serious than uh, uh, any other issue as such at, at least in this I-League I think this is the biggest mm -hmm. issue has been the money issue, yeah. hovering around for a quite, a, quite some time. Yeah, every Chennai team is struggling. Not many of them have a lot of money. So, so well, if you heard any bird noises or uh, some people begging for money in this uh, podcast, <laughs> we are, in a very, understand we are at the Kaban Park in Bangalore. In I just came the, here to evade the searing heat in Bangalore this year. So, please excuse us. Yes, also, we were busy with the Davis Cup stuff. So, we yeah, were already here anyway. Which says that Leander Pace is out. <laughs> So, yeah, which brings yeah. us to which the is, before he gets into tennis, let's uh, which brings <laughs> us to the end of this podcast. So, yes, see you guys. next week. Mm -hmm. Bye bye.